Hey everyone, welcome to the holiday episode 102 of Unlimited Railworks Video Game Choo Choo's anime podcast. I am your host, Rose. And we are here to talk about an anime that isn't really that holiday-y, but nonetheless, we had a good time with, I think. Uh, and we'll get to that in a little bit, because first I need to introduce John. Hi everyone, and... Uh... Let me just say, I did tear up a little bit when he looked at the sea again. I did. It's 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 good, you know. It's just a nice, it's really good feeling. It's really good. Uh, and Maverick is also here. I am. Uh, it's nice to have closure for understanding where a lot of those gifts came from after a <laughs> while in that era. Yeah, I I had almost completely forgotten how much of a uh, uh, how many gifts there were of the series back in the day. Like it's sort of like it's in my memory, but it was, like it never connected the dots. Uh, I mean, I didn't realize it was. it was even like I thought it was older, even. Yeah, how not uh, what twenty fourteen? I believe. Yeah, about that time. Uh, we are talking about Barakamon, by the way, uh, mm. which is uh, our anime of the month. Um, it is a Japanese series, if you can believe it. I started to read the Wikipedia verbatim, and I was like, we don't need to say that, but I said it anyway. Uh, <laughs> it's just, our, this anime right, it's ba- comes from a little place known as <laughs> Japan. A little island in the Pacific. Um, a series of islands, even. Now, this one takes place on uh, the the Goto Islands, which is off the coast of Kyushu. Kyushu. I don't know why I said that weird. Um, but yeah, this is about a story about Seishu Honda, who's a calligrapher. And I love, I love learning about calligraphy every time it pops up in anime. I think it's a really interesting thing because it's like, I feel like penmanship has really died out. And I'd never really had an attachment to the ye olde font like they used in Pentiment and stuff <laughs> recently. I just, I don't like that. But I like, I like calligraphy. I think it's really cool. Yeah, um, I, I feel like nowadays the most that you'll see, like the, the biggest difference, you know, um, I notice is that as um, the narrative gets into, you know, Seishu Honda is a professional calligrapher. He literally submits pieces for contests and notoriety and has the focus on calligraphy as an art form. The most I ever see is like, hey, you know, you'll get a really good Etsy page for a nice, like, calligraphy uh, card around here. Which, you know, not to say that that's the end-all be-all. I'm sure that there are so many other jobs that do take into account this skill. But it feels like, you know, looking at the immediate cultural divergence, in the States at least, the art form has become much more of a hobby that you can then monetize versus 
something that really has like a dedicated um following and format to it mm-hmm. not to get we'll get into it later i really like how this show explores uh it as an art form here as well i think i think uh this is one of the better i get really frustrated at a lot of our art series um but i did not i really liked this one i felt a lot more relatable um yeah, uh, so, yeah, the story, like we said, Cheisho Honda, he's a calligrapher. He punches a dude, uh, a director of a uh, a big, uh, I guess, just the calligraphy institute or something, or, like, just a judge's board, something like that, art hall. I think an art hall. Um, and his dad's like, hey, you need to go to these islands and chill out for a little while. Um, so he does, and he gets really into the easygoing island life. And uh, I I think that a big benefit of this show is how it's very... Um, it's not like the, this is healing him directly, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's a lot of, like, you're seeing the incremental healing happen. There's not, like, one magic moment or anything like that. Uh, this seri- this, the whole series is basically a collection of different moments that are happening in his life in this new place and him gradually like opening up and changing, but also still staying his same, just, you know, maturing. I think it's a lot about maturity, uh, which is refreshing to see with a 23 year old character also, Mm -hmm. uh, versus like an 18 year old. Um, but yeah, uh, normally I would go to LV first because of Mm -hmm. the rotation that I've set up in my brain, but LV is not here. LV is taking it easy. Uh, so, John, I wanted to ask you first if you'd like to talk about Frockamon since you liked it so much. Yeah, I would, because, yes, you're right. I liked it a lot. Um, it is just a very nice show. Um, just a very warm, relaxing sort of thing. Um, it, it it's, it's something that puts the artistic, creative... Uh, creative mindset into it's nice to have some time off (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's just it's just nice to like think about the concept of give yourself some time relax a little bit find some new people and like find something to care about that isn't just your work and then, and then that will make your work better. Like expanding your horizons yeah. makes your work better. Like those are all things that you know are are very nice to to remember. And it's it's a, yeah. it's a simple show, but that's what makes it so nice. I think. Yeah, I think that uh, what I really appreciated definitely was uh, I think there's a lot of talk in art circles in the game industry as we get into it, and also anime. It's like about crunch, right? And a lot of developers and, like, artists argue that crunch is inherent to the process, right? But, like, the difference is, like, the crunch that they're talking about is when you get in the swing of it, right? You get in the mindset where you're like, I just want to hammer away at this work because I have so many ideas. And I think this show really captures that, like, mentality of, like, Mm. there are days where nothing happens and then a day where you do all of your work. And like that, I, I super related to that because that's how most of my writing has gone over the years of just like, I have these ideas, I don't know, I don't know. And then I just crank it out. Um, 
And it's like, it's like not like you're going to do anything perfect or just like that, but it's like you have these bursts because you are able to rest your mind and get inspiration from the areas around you. The reason why crunch fails in all of these things, these other places is because these aren't like, these aren't personal crunch coming through. Like it's not you deciding you're going to work a ton on the game because you just got a surge. It's you are being forced to do this. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, ugh. It, it, it's funny. I realized that in the process, like I had something very similar recently happen where um, a few friends, uh, these friends I had gone to in the past to help out with specifically, you know, like making videos for a lot of their music, which at the time didn't really have any other like official music videos or whatever. I made a bunch of AMVs is what I'm yeah. getting to. And uh, this past week, they're like, oh, hey, you know, we have another, like, uh, event coming up. Do you think you'd be able to, like, put one out? And I'm like, eh, you know, let me go through the songs that you have and, like, see if something came up. And I was, like, actively trying to think, like, God, nothing's coming to me. Nothing is setting out. And, you know, not necessarily a... If anything, this is a way to say, like, by being able to at least expand my horizons of what's out there anime-wise through the podcast, I was like, all right, wow, actually, let me start messing around with footage for, like, March Comes In Like a Lion, and it all came out really well by the end of it, but it was just, like, you know, the initial force of trying to create art in order to get something done. Like I know plenty of video essayists who have talked about the fact that it's like you try to get in the schedule and then you start to realize, you know, the ideas that you want to create aren't coming out as cleanly as a monthly schedule would allow, or it might result in an uneven level of production, you know, quote unquote production that you, you then fear, oh god, the people that are expecting this maybe want something more or something more profound, and that in turn can lead to its own kind of burnout, which is always going to be stressful. Like, I appreciate Mm -hmm. that the ethos of this show is just the fact that, you know, you can be the most classically trained at whatever it is that you want to do, but the actual essence of your work, that has to come from experience, and that is something that you have to live out. Yeah, and I I really like that about this show in general. Just this, I, I like yeah. You 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 just have to do do it right. You just have to do things, to enjoy stuff, figure stuff yeah. out. You know, and like, not not just the same thing over and over again. Like yeah, and I I, I like that aspect too because it's like at the beginning of the show, I got to admit, I, like I straight up was like he was so right to punch that old man. Like <laughs> I I still stand by this at the end of the show. He was right to punch that old man straight up. Um, Cause that old man had the, he had a right idea. Like he wants to convey to this kid, like you are so young, you, you have so many opportunities behind, like front in front of you. And you've like, it just feels like you're stagnating. Like you're just stuck on this same idea of just repeating over and over again. Um, and he, he said it in a bad way and that's why he deserved to get punched. <laughs> but, uh, no, I'm, I'm joking. An old man shouldn't be punched, especially when he's had a cane as they pointed out near the end. <laughs> Eh, I don't know, you know. It depends. Yeah, it, 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 it depends. I, I I just think it was like that bad, but he definitely needed to be set straight. Um, but yeah, I think it's just been so refreshing to see 
a show like this where it's like i don't know like it, it he doesn't it's not a complete refutation of like the way he is inherently right like they let him be a little dickhead uh honda they let him just be a, a weird sundary boy for the entire series and that doesn't really change that much but i i really like the angle of like yeah once you realize that like not everyone is evil or insane uh you can learn a lot more about the human condition and improve yourself and then that improves every other aspect of your life mm. um in general, that was my big fear with the series, was that it was going to be the, oh, the mystical powers of the ocean, or whatever. <laughs> uh, that a lot of stuff. Like, the like remember the fucking aquarium anime I watched, where they were just like, yeah, the aquarium, you see ghosts, and it's magic, or whatever. But this is, this is just incredibly down-earth. Incredibly, like, uh, very... There's bits, for sure, but it is very, like, human dialogue that they exchange, I think. Um there's just this real sense that these are people having conversations and uh, these are people that actually like each other also. Uh, even though everyone's kind of a little like everyone has their, their downsides or whatever, but it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't blow up into some huge drama ever in this show. I think people like communicate in a way that's really good and you don't really see much in this genre. It's this genuinely lovely sense of community that yeah, everyone yeah. knows each other and everyone is just open about what they need, what they want, what they understand and what they don't understand. And, you know, like it, th- th- there's, a, there's a huge se- section of the show that is very much a, it takes a village to raise a child. Um, but it's not just one child and it's not just one it's not just like a handful of people in the village. It is just like everyone joining together and interacting with each other and getting to know each other and genuinely caring. Like there is just such a genuine amount of respect and love between like everyone in this show. And Honda definitely starts off with this. I just want to live here and I don't want to have to put up with any of this, but he gets this genuine care from everyone in the town and it's not like oh we we it's not even like oh we find you interesting we want you to do stuff for us it's just like hey you're someone who lives here that means that we care about you and we would like it if you cared about us too and slowly he opens up his shell and he begins to care about everyone there and it's it's lovely it's just a lovely show that it, it it makes it makes you like love humanity a little bit more you know you just watch it you just think about like yeah there's so many people out there that are totally like that <laughs> yeah um not to go back to it but like with with the art stuff itself also i really 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 like how um it be it, the, uh, every show like this um structurally like where it's like oh and he's learning how to do art again or whatever it's all predicated on like and you need to win the competition or whatever right or your life is over and that's not how it goes here right there's multiple contests that he enters over the course of the series and he gets second one time and he gets all depressed about it but it doesn't like ruin his life right like it's it's a more realistic sense of stakes i think like it is more like the the damage isn't too like everything like Mm -hmm. these series tend to be very dramatic it's just like it's a self-esteem right 
but he's he's building up his self-esteem so it becomes better and better and then he can he can cope with it because it's like i i think a lot of it is like i have this problem with triple a game devs right I, i've complained about it with with the way that the uh, god of war director talks a lot of like you get stuck in this bubble where you're like we need to get a 9.5 out of 10 or whatever or we need to get a 10 out of 10 or our game is worthless and it's because they're just inside of that bubble where marketing people are telling them over and over again or their peers who are all like the top of the top or whatever are all going off about like, oh, yeah, I made this, I did this or whatever like that. And it just completely warps your perception of the world. Mm-hmm. And I think like having all these characters around him be like, I think it's amazing that you can do like even your 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 calligraphy that got insulted by that old man. I think that's amazing to me. Like that is that's incredible that you have this ability to do this. Um, just that sort of like real, like love of just, I, you said it like the human condition, like mm-hmm. just people, like this idea that like, it's fine to not be the ultimate at everything. Like nothing, not everything has to be about you being the ultimate guy of all time. Like you're always going to be the ultimate guy to someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I really like that with the show a lot. I think it's, it's really nice. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, you know, like when he when he gets like he places worse in a different competition later on in the show and he's able to handle it 100% better than when he did when he places second, you know? Because he's able yeah. to see the worth of what he did by itself instead of comparing it to what others did. It's this is something that I made you know, I made it as an expression for myself, and if others don't see that it's this wonderful, magnificent opus, that's fine, because I still think it's worth it. And the people yeah. that I care about like it. So that's fine. And, and yeah, that, that's, a, that's a beautiful thing. And, you know, like, it's, you know, it's still not, it's, it's still not count, counted as a bad thing, you know? Like, it was still, it was still recognized as good. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's, this, this is definitely a show about lowering your guard a bit and um getting a little bit of confidence in your in your work in yourself without having to constantly judge yourself according to your peers um and it's not that those fears are necessarily like i would say you know unfounded because i think mm-hmm. it it goes both ways where it is also open about the fact that like oh yeah no you are a professional artist you know Yes, we can talk about the competitions and stuff, mm-hmm. but we worry about that because in the world of art is commodity, that does have, you know, at least some sway over what's going on. Because um, one of the characters that comes by, uh, God, what is it? Later on in the uh, show, uh, Honda gets... Um, visited by his uh, curator who is also like his best friend from high school and brings along the kid that won first place in that competition that he did not take very well and the kid is obsessed with him he is showing off all the magazine clippings that he has Mm -hmm. from honda's like up and coming days and while he's getting so like embarrassed by all of it it's still this like the recognition of like yeah you know when you are like bred for the industry and actively having to do stuff alongside it, there's a line of thought that comes up as a result and it really can be 
I don't know, it can it can give you that sense of, you know, this is the most important thing in the world right now, where there's such a certain level of gravity to what I do that, of course, I'm going to, like, talk big or whatever. And, mm-hmm. you know, the... Uh, like, I would say, like, at no point is that given a particular, like, backseat, like... You know, the climax of it all is being able to say, hey, I have something for submission. I do have something that I want to try out, but I'm also kind of nervous in terms of, like, actively making that big structural change. Like, I don't know, it it makes me think again, like, about a lot of these particular ways in which artistry has been commodified and has needed to be marketed not just for like the way that the current like industry works but for those individuals to actually profit off of what they create like mm-hmm. i remember most recently i had seen some video about um, maroon 5 of all people their discography being one where you can see adam living in interviews at that time talk about the fact that, like you know the third album is the one that solidifies things that lets you know it wasn't a fluke that lets you know that what you have going is going to be something that can actually be sustainable. And it does less than stellar. And so the next move is, all right, you know, become the machine itself. And it gets us to where we are today when it comes to the mere mention of the guy. Which, yeah, you know, it is an unfortunate reality for some folks. But also, like, being an artist right now is tough. I do mm-hmm. not... Uh, being in any sort of like non-salary work is difficult, and especially when it comes to a vocation that is like I would say very much a part of the individual that is taking it up. Because yeah, you know it. You you feel everything about that, and to take those moments where it's not the only thing in the world, those do become more important. Like those moments of just being able to say, you know, it's not just me, the artist, but it's me, the person that is living and breathing all this in. And then that reflects back into my art. It's just a really healthy view of the world, I think, which is really surprising to see. Like, because it's really easy to be nihilistic about art, right, in general. Like, it's really easy to be nihilistic about that and also people. And it's, I realize this this from, like, ten years ago or whatever, but still, like, like, I do wish that there could be more works like this, but maybe not uh, directly. Like, you don't have to send him to a magic island or whatever. It's not a magic island, it's a normal island, but you know what I mean? Like, you don't have to send them to a small town. To extol yeah, the I'm, small town virtues, I, I think there's plenty of that can be found like around you. But like I, I, I totally understand where the dynamicism of like wanting to express the difference between a city and that. But my other thought would be, oh, two thoughts really. Like similarly, I would feel Silver Spoon gets to this idea where it's just like sometimes like the environment that you're in is so ingrained to the way that you're thinking about stuff that finding an excuse to get out of that environment is that first step for a lot of folks being able, you know, not just a full on vacation, but even just like, you know, what if I did relocate? What if I did just have another spot to go to just so that 
I broke up the routine of it all. And, like, there's, yeah, like, there's a truth there. It also makes me think about uh, Blue Period and the way that, in that essence, it's not necessarily, oh, you know, I have to win the contest in order to do my best, but, like, a realization in the other hand of, whereas Honda's whole idea is, you know, I spent so much of my life and of my critical, like, youth caught up in the practice of my art form Mm -hmm. that now I'm kind of equal parts making up for lost time and carrying out these new experiences for myself. There's sort of like the inverse happening where, you know, the main character for Blue Period is often at a point where it's like, or was in this moment of like, you know, I could coast by and do whatever I want to, but if I'm feeling serious about this thing that I think I genuinely do love, I need to really go through the process and give it my all. And that will probably mean, to an extent, sacrificing a bit of myself. Now that I think about it, it is also something that comes up in fucking uh, The Fablemans. You know, fantastic scene of just this um, person talking about art and how it isn't just like, oh, it's lovely, it's wonderful, but it's like, it will break you, it will tear you, it will do all these things. Barakamon is at least still optimistic about that, where even with the breaking and even with the ways in which you will feel about your art, there will at least be people who notice it and will be by your side because of the fact that your ability to tap into something so personal will affect other people, regardless of the intent to do so. Yeah. We're making this sound like a much more serious show than it is. We I, talk it's about it's all jokes. I was going to say, like, yeah, so this is all jokes. Like, there's Naru, the little kid is always fucking around, jumping around and all that stuff. Like, this show is is not as serious. Like, th- we, the things we are talking about are definitely, like, probably, like, uh, 20 minutes of runtime out of the whole series. Because <laughs> the rest of it is a lot of just, like I said, it's that incremental healing, right? It is that incremental, like, getting getting to know these people, doing things with them, etc. There's no big bombast. I think one of my favorite episodes was the one where um, Honda goes to uh, the uh, cemetery mm-hmm. with uh, Naru or whatever. And just, like, it's like, oh, yeah, right, Naru's parents are probably dead because I never see them. <laughs> So this is their grave or whatever. And just like, they don't make a big deal out of it. You know, like he's just there and hanging out with her and then they do some other stuff. Um, I think that's like the main thing with the show again. Like just, it's never a big deal. It's never like the whole episode isn't focused on one thing ever. Like there's always just so much stuff going on because there's a bunch of people here and a bunch of people want to do different things. And it's not like it has to be super serious all the time. Um, I think uh, the most insane character in the show is uh, Tama, the Fujoshi. Oh, yeah, um, of course. Who is, I, I don't, I, her, for, okay, so I said she's the most insane. I think her friend Miwa is actually more insane. I think Miwa is, like, a criminal. Oh, Miwa's a straight up. in her own right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Miwa is disturbing. Um, I really like how, like, almost all of the problems on the island can be traced back to them consistently every single time. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. whether there's just, like, some shit you find in the woods or like something's been destroyed or like, Oh, there's children who are upset. All of these are caused by those two consistently, like just nightmare people, nightmare, nightmare children. 
I, th- I was trying to think of some other I think like it's insane how uh, Tama's brother Aki is normal like the most normal man you've ever seen in your life like he's, he's extremely normal and it rules just because yeah like he just yeah. becomes like the conduit between like all the adults and everything because yeah like if if anyone needs to like use the phone then they yeah. go through him and he's just like yeah here you know i'll make sure that the uh that the message gets to you in a normal fashion that <laughs> isn't just the kids yelling at each other the energy he has is of like in a good world when a family realizes that the one kid who knows how to use the computer is actually their most valuable asset and like <laughs> treat them well <laughs> correspondingly almost but it's like for the entire city yeah it's just like, yeah, like, like I just like everyone's like always like, oh, he's such a nice kid. We love him. And it's just like, that's it. He can just exist like that. You know, like yeah. he doesn't have to have an arc or anything. He can just chill. Mm-hmm. There's not really arcs in this show, I think, is the thing I really like about it. Like each episode just feels like another day happening. Uh, or like, here's what happened when it was the summer festival or whatever, like stuff like that. Like just, you know, it's. It's nice. It's just a nice, nice feeling show. Mm-hmm. Um, I think every single old person on this island is more insane, which explains why every, all the children are insane. Because we mostly <laughs> oh, see most of the children, old. but yeah, but that's true. But like, even the middle-aged people are like, I love. Uh, oh my god, why can't I think of his name right now? Blonde boy. Uh, it's uh, fucking Kido, right? I think so. Hero, hero, Kido. Yeah, Hiro- Hiroshi Kido. Yeah, Hiro is like also a normal man, mm-hmm. but it's like his mom <laughs> being like, oh, I'm so happy to have this like needy baby, the main character or whatever, this needy baby that needs me to make him food or whatever. Like, I was like, D- you know what? That's legit. This woman is real. Sometimes you just need to cook for someone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, the fucking yeah, I don't know. It's it's just a good show. I struggle yeah. to uh, capture all my aspects. It's just nice. You don't have to. It's one of those nice things where it's like you don't have to think about it too much. You don't have to like overanalyze character motivations or anything, or like give credit where it it hasn't earned it or anything like that. It is just like it is what it is. And it's a uh, it's a nice little thing. Mm-hmm. It's very cute. It makes me. It happy. is very cute. Naru is so cute. Uh, uh, we had talked about this, but like in in Japanese, she is voiced by an actual child, mm-hmm. uh, and you can really tell because there's that delivery consistently of just like what. Also, also Naru is like a real child, like a like a like a like she's written like an actual child and not like a oh, super yeah. anim- anime child which is a- another nice thing that the show has of just like she's just fucking around she doesn't like she'll get upset for like five seconds and then roll over and be like whoa like it, 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 i i get so tired of like I get that, like, you can have the novelty of something like Case Closed, but when every anime child is written like Case Closed or, like, they have fully functioning emotions and, like, awareness of the world, it's like, ugh. 
it treads into like woke child territory yeah like literally like exactly that's the problem i have consistently whereas here we have like a, a character's like um oh my god what can i think of her, her the little the little the little the little tiny tiny baby child who's always crying the one that's constantly crying yeah uh hina Hina, that's it. Hina's always crying, and that's just real. That is what some children are just like, you know? I think, like, there's just this real, like, bullheadedness to all the children that really reflects, like, that is what children are like. They're very, you know, they'll bounce back. They will, like, they don't have complex plans. Yeah, there, there's a like, moment where, like, Hina's crying over something, and then, uh, th- like, they're all, like, kind of freaking out, like, oh, no, why is she crying? And then, like, Miwa has to be like, no, 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 just, or, or someone, I, for, I forget exactly who, but someone's, like, t- telling, telling a main character, like, no, you can't yell at her to get the information out. If you just let her cry for, like, a minute, it'll get out of her system, and then she'll talk to you. <laughs> so, like, yeah, yeah. it's just, like, that's just how kids are. You have to treat them differently to adults. And, um, like, there's another part where, like, yeah, the main character is, like, like, walking around, like, deep in thought, and he's, like, he's, he's, he's thinking to himself, but then he's just, like, I don't know what I should do. Like, Naru, what do you think I should do? And she's just, like, I don't care. I just want to play. And it's, like, yeah, that's just what kids are. But then at the same time, that is still like valuable advice to him because him just letting go for a little bit and like, you know, relaxing his shoulders and unclenching his jaw makes him able to put things into perspective and he's able to actually figure out what he wants to do next. Yeah. Um, I also really liked, uh, Honda's parents a lot. I, I love, I love them both. I really liked, I think earlier they had established beforehand of like, oh, like he's like, oh, my dad's such a, such, he, my dad hates me or whatever. He's, he's a mean old man or whatever. And then like Kawafuji's like, I really, you really <laughs> think that <laughs> like your dad is like a helicopter dad who's like obsessed with you being okay all the time. Uh, and then like when you get to finally get to see them in like episode 11, you're like, oh yeah, his dad's like exactly like him of just like what he he's, he's there to drive the, uh, the director back home or whatever. And he's just like, I'm, I'm whatever he's fucking around in the car. It's just the mom is literally just exactly like him. Uh, like straight up, just like freaking out all the time. I, I, it was just it was nice to see that sort of characterization also because again it's like i feel like i feel like this manga writer had like a really good idea in their head of like what is the most boring fucking trope in art fiction (laughs) like when you're discussing art stuff and they were like we are going to circumvent all of these like yeah the dad the dad drama isn't real like it's just him being like silly. It's like this director. The the issue with the director isn't even that big of a deal. Like it's not a world ender. Again, like it's just like really fresh. Just a fresh. It's a fresh little thing, and I really like that about it. Doesn't feel like there's much like it, and I feel like that's a bad thing. Instead of like being like, I'm glad there are things like this. I'm like, no, everything should be like this. Sort of, or at the very least, a, a lot more should be like this. Yeah, like it. I will not be one to say I don't like it when, <clears throat> like, what, what am I thinking about? Like, fucking, 
of all things I can think about right now, I'm thinking about Food Wars. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Something that is so audaciously about, like, here are the villains of cooking. The fuckers that want to take you down and will, like, take everything from you if they can. Which, in its own right, you know, it's not incorrect, but the level at which, the, the intensity that everything is at is so much that, yeah, by the end of it, you know... You're having a good laugh because it's just like, man, yeah, it feels like that sometimes. Like, I've got the best shit in the world and I simply have to outdo the mother- the haters that are trying to take me down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, I, and that's not an incorrect take, but at the same time, sometimes it is nice to have that refresher of like, you know, you can be in a space where no one is necessarily praying for your downfall, quite the opposite, but... You're at a point where, you know, it's often called the slump. Uh, It's that moment where, like, there has to be some shift, some sort of change, either internally, externally, what have you, in order for progress to come through. And it can be so difficult to articulate sometimes because it may not be just one, you know, it's not always that one enemy, that one rival. It is a collection of... Of just multiple things, feelings, right down to just like, am I feeling okay enough today to do the things that I want to do? And that's just living life. And no one wants to live life in media. Understandably so. But the things that are able to, you know, take them on and be like, yeah, you know, let's observe this from that, you know, not slowed down because, again... Hilarious show, the fucking metal detector yeah. bit. That was great. <laughs> Understanding the true joy of just getting like that, the joy of tricking people, the joy of trick theory. <laughs> but um, you know, human humanity only evolved because we learned how to trick other animals, mm-hmm. and that is an innate part of who we are as a species. But um. No, it's able to say, like, you know, laugh at yourself a little bit. Have some fun with what you're doing because that allows for everything else to come through. And who else will teach you that than, you know, the people that by design and, you know, hopefully more often than not should be in that stage to not care about anything at all. Like, I appreciate that with... um. You know, as, like, the oldest of, like, the kid group. Like, yeah, with Hiroshi as, like, the oldest of that kid group, you know, graduating high school soon, he is having to think from that grander scale of, like, oh, God, you know, am I going to move out of town? Am I going to do whatever? Uh, Tamako and Miwa both being, like, middle schoolers, yeah, they haven't had to worry about that yet. But then some of the stuff is piling on, and it is Naru and her gang of dipshits that are the (laughs) ones that really do like they have the least to worry about but then that also is the most refreshing aspect for like everybody in the village to sort of just like have a center point back to and not to go back to you talking about the the evil chefs and stuff in food wars and stuff like that (laughs) but uh, that was something i really liked about here here to also of just like when uh fucking kosuke shows up that little high schooler who like idolizes him. It's such a like, yeah, he's a dickhead, 
but he's not evil. He's just a kid. Uh, like he's just a teenager who thinks he knows better because he's like, he got a little, he won once. Right. So he's like, Oh, I'm, I'm a genius now. Won once, but then is also still like, Oh my God, it'd be an honor to be with this person. And yeah, like, like he still him. idolizes him and he likes it. And he, and like his frustrations coming from like the classical, like artist response that our artists are afraid of, right. Of like, why aren't you just making the same thing over and over again when you don't want to? Yeah, why aren't you doing the thing that I like and I find as my inspiration? Why yeah. aren't you being the ideal in my head? Yeah, and I I really liked that that little bit to it of just like like this isn't his evil enemy who defeated him. This is just some dude and they're having conversations about it and they are like talking it through. And that's just like in general like I think there's a lot of communication here and I know, I think like you know, all the problems in the real world, most problems come down to a lack of communication, right? But, mm-hmm. like, and that, that, that that's reflected in a lot of anime. I remember you hating gamers for that reason, John. Yeah. Uh, but it's, like, I get why that happens in a lot of shows, but it's really nice to see a show where it's, like, because everyone is so normal. <laughs> it, it shows and, how much it understands yeah. about artistry, because, yeah, no, it's, like, you'll have people that you fucking hate in the space. and yeah. yeah. To be very realistic, there are also people that outright are just horrible people that are involved in a lot of these creative industries. But outside of those polls, then you also just have people that are like your peers. And that means that you will see each other multiple times in this industry because that is what life is like when you pick such a niche um, path to walk down. And, you know, it's not necessarily they had to be, like, best of friends, but if there's no reason to have beef, then you will often find yourselves in those similar spots. And, like, it was really nice to have that recognition of just, like, yeah, you we're, we are, like, a few years apart, but also at very particular stages in our life. Yeah. I will say one one thing I, I cannot approve of is I learned that there's like a spinoff of I was going to bring that up, yeah. In in high school, I cannot imagine that being good. It's my take. I <laughs> I don't want to see that. First of all, I don't know why anyone would be interested in like. Here's what he was like when he was a dickhead. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't want to judge it or anything. I was just thinking like that's such a weird spinoff to make. I was looking like, through it and like I thought you know for a second or i was looking through it and i was like oh wow it seems a lot like wackier okay is my thought i have no idea what the quality is and that's why we're gonna no no yeah no <laughs> i i don't i couldn't i you'd have to find a site because i don't think that's been officially translated over here oh no even. it's on crunchyroll it wait the spinoff yeah honda-kun yeah. It, oh it got an anime yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Okay, weird. Damn. And that's why we're... No, we're... Oh, no. Okay. No, I would have I, to go seek that on my own. That makes like, more hey. sense now. I was like, what? Uh, no, okay. I, I just I thought that was a really weird situation. Because like, I feel like if you're going to make a spinoff of that, if I was making a spinoff of that, okay, I get that fundamentally. I'm I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I think that the mangaka loves yaoi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I think the mangaka 
I'm sorry, putting... you have a mangaka that has Fujoshi character and you think that they love Yaoi? <laughs> I don't think I follow that train of thought. Yeah. Uh, hmm. it, see, see, here's the thing. If it was just Tom, I would be like, all right, sure. You can make that sort of character in this. But when they have him tying those boys up and his mom <laughs> comes in and starts crying... Yeah, that's I, uh that's a little <laughs> i can't believe the uh the island turned my son gay like literally that is like what the final episode is <laughs> like half of the final episode is just that damn island turned my son gay uh um well, yeah, like, I get that that app, but I feel like I would make a Naru manga or something. Mm. Oh, yeah. Naru like, just like a four coma. I, I mean, I figure the thing that would have, like, maybe stopped the mangaka was the fact that Anyotsuba exists. That's true, and it would just be Yotsuba, I guess, like that, but... Like, not entirely, but it, it's hard. It is hard to break that space, yeah, and not just... You don't just want to be thought of as worse Yotsuba, I guess. Yeah, or not even like worse Yotsuba, like just you know Yotsuba like. Yeah. Which can be rough, especially when I would say both are stellar. Yeah, like both are stellar characters, but for their own reasons. Uh, multiple depictions of you know being a second grader. All right, is there anything else we want to talk about, or do we just want to move on now? Uh, I was gonna say. Rose, did you watch this subbed or dubbed? I watched this subbed. You watched it dubbed, right? I think I like a uh, flip flop between the two, but then I know okay. John watched the uh, dub. Yeah, I just oh, watched you the did, dub. John. Yeah, it was it was fun. It was oh, good. Okay. Yeah, like I, I think it captured the uh, the casualness of the conversations very well. All right. I don't. I don't. I. I. I'm glad to hear that. I really liked the. Uh, the Japanese dub. I need to figure out who who Honda was while I'm searching. But like I said, the the children all seemed to be voiced by children. And I think like that really did make a big difference mm-hmm. of just like your your cat like it, it really helps like not only that the children are written like children, but also just hearing them like talk like that and like trail off at the end of their sentences mm-hmm. and stuff, or just like yell for no reason and stuff like that. Like it really feels a lot more natural. Um, see what is fucking. Who are you? Daisuke yeah. Ono is fucking uh, Honda, which is like just every fucking pretty boy you can imagine. And I really, yeah. I, I just love seeing the horrible pretty boy. But like the, in this setting, it's really good because it's like he's just, you know, he's still nice. He still wants to be a good person. He's just like insane in his brain <laughs> right i was surprised with how fluid the dub dialogue was at points like it was just like that's good to hear so seamless in the way that it got set up and yeah i think part of it is the fact that for the most part when you have um kids working with like a japanese script that works out better if only because say you you know in their toolkits are trained with a very particular set of kid voices, mm-hmm. and those can be hard to sell. 
or like sometimes like if if you're not going for a particular archetype, you do want more of a. If the alternative is to just like put kids into the show, I think it works. It works out. Uh, the dub it didn't feel like it suffered for not having child actors on. It, it like it at least was like okay, you know we know what we want the script to sound like. And we at least have, like, we have the confidence in our actors to be able to, like, lean into that, if only because that is something, like, it's more so, you know, it, a levity to it all. Mm-hmm. A levity that really worked out. Yeah. That's good. Too. I'm I'm always glad, because I feel like the, that's the number one problem with dubs is just so stilted. Uh, just everything is always so stilted. Like, because they're not recorded in the same room. Like, a lot of Japanese stuff ends up getting recorded at the same time, right? By, like, like you get two two actors at a time sometimes to just record stuff. And it's just like, ugh. We need better ADR over here. Yeah. We need, we need just good voice direction. Because it... I feel like, like... I feel like so many problems with anime would be solved if it was just, like, even a smidgen more professional. If they put any money back into the production aspect of it. Mm -hmm. (sighs) I mean, you'd want to put the money in, but then it's also the fact that you want to dodge union costs, or you want to, like... Yeah. Where it stands right now, you can get a solid performance out of somebody remote, but, you know, it, it might be a case where, like, you insist... That someone has to be in the studio, and I don't know, for some people, that's a non-negotiable, and yeah, like, ADR direction, I think, is the key. Being able to set things up in a way so that you're able to keep the consistency of the live room, even if it's just, like, you know, having people on the same call, but just recording that audio as separate tracks, Either way, it just makes me sad because it's like you you know that these are talented voice actors like out there. There's so many talented voice actors and there's even talented voice actors on bad dubs. It's just maybe they should learn about respecting themselves and the art they create from Varak. <laughs> I mean, unfortunately, it feels like a case of people that aren't involved in the artistry that have to. Yeah, I know. That's, that's how it always goes, right? <sighs> womp womp. womp, uh, womp. We do have a... Um... Comment on Barakamon if we you do. want to go through that real quick. We All do. right, John, fire away. Okay, if you want to send in a question or comment or whatever you choose, it's videogamechoochoo.tumblr.com slash ask. You sound like this right here from Century Punk. Barakamon was a lot of fun on my rewatch. I always appreciate when the characters laugh at jokes along with the viewer to create a down-to-earth atmosphere. Sensei is an extremely moe young man, and his goals being focused on self-improvement rather than just making good art really helps us feel sympathy for his creative struggle. Those teenage girls are insane, though. Scary. Uh, shout out to them having a goddamn poster of Giant Baba, though. That rules. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was insane. Like, what reason do you have to have that, though? Like, but rock Yeah, it, it, Man, you know, like, I think, like, the most realistic part of the entire show is on the last day when it's, like, 
the episode starts with them being like, Sensei's coming back in two days. We are cleaning this house that we have destroyed in the <laughs> week he's been gone. And <laughs> we've destroyed this fucking house. And then it's just like, they don't even, like, everyone's like, yeah, we're going to do it. And then it cuts back to Tokyo, shows Sensei for a little bit. Like, two days pass. And then it's just like cutting them. And they're like, today we're going to clean the house for real this time. <laughs> It's just like they were too busy uh, checking out those cool toys. It seems like all they do is roll around on the floor and eat chips, and like you know, more power to them. But I don't know how they create such a nightmare world. Yeah, I I think that was maybe one of the biggest laughs I had for the show. Like I I absolutely loved all of it, but just like them getting walked in on basically where they're just like sitting in a circle like like the kids and the girls just playing with some random ass toy that's like <laughs> yeah like just like some like a thimble wheel or something yeah like. and and th- they they just immediately are just like oh we should be doing this like uh oh yeah. like we should be fine like we're <laughs> And the entire place is He's still gonna filthy. Be so pissed. The entire place is completely untouched. They haven't done any cleaning. <laughs> the other, so the other real. joke I really liked was like in episode two or three when he goes to the store for the first time. And he's buying ink or whatever, and he's like anxious at the store or whatever. And he's like, ah, and the old lady's just being nice to him, and he, he seems to be like getting on the level. And then that other old lady comes in, and she fucking hates the other old lady, <laughs> and they're just like calling each other, like, yeah, you fucking suck or whatever. And it's just like, he's like, ha 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 ha. Wow, I can't believe you're not dead yet. Yes. Yeah. You, you fucking bitch. <laughs> you hag. It was just like, whoa. Is this, is this how uh, it is between people? Huh? <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I, I love that. I just, fantastic main character here. Absolutely. I think that's the main thing. Just like a really good version of this guy. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he really is Moe. That is true. Like, he just has that fucking, like, uh, he he is like like the mom said like he's like a helpless baby bird or whatever <laughs> like he he cannot survive on his own and but it's like you're not like annoyed by it you're just like this poor little thing would die without me. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm looking back at it. These toys are like fucking like uh, spools of thread, like touched with on like by a like chopstick. Yeah, by like chopstick. <laughs> it's like what the fuck were they doing? <laughs> Why do these like teenagers hang out with these? seven-year-olds that's the way that like small town life goes i know if you aren't like you will hang out with anyone who isn't an adult that's true that is true Mm -hmm. okay other insane moment was when tama is just reading manga in the darkness behind the festival (laughs) that's real that's a real woman right there (laughs) oh and she why did the fucking bookstore owner sell her pre-order she pre-ordered that, that book. That was fucked. She pre-ordered that book. That was really fucked up, honestly. If the, if that happened in The Flowers of Evil, that little boy would cry so much. <laughs> they would spend like the whole episode having him cry. About it. He, he would have taken out his real gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, uh, he wouldn't. That would have been its own thing. Again, I'm a... But no, I know, I know. Show. We're talking about the show, yeah. and that sucks. That's what I'm talking about, yeah. Um... But yeah, that's a good show. I can't believe we talked this long about it, but it was it was just really nice. I was so happy we had a normal show for once. Not that, I really had a, a kick out of Hell Girl, and I I loved Rakugo that we watched semi recently too. But 
it's just nice to have a, you know you don't have to you don't have to go all in like even with rakugo it was very dramatic you know very intense that you had yeah, to like this one was very low stakes it's a nice yeah the stakes were low that's that's a good way to put it nice year-end wind down for sure yeah. yeah god i was trying to like get the manga started but like i've been all over the place these last few weeks mm-hmm. so I... I wasn't able to sit down with it but that's at least something i can look to with the uh holidays coming ahead yeah i need to get back into reading some manga recently because like i i really wanted to get in on the golden kamui and stuff like that since that's getting is it's it's not done yet but it's getting close right i think yeah i believe so yeah i i wanted to finish that i did finish kaguya at least like oh i was yeah. happy that i i got that done but it's like i'm so bad about reading manga these days i don't know what it is it's just like a barrier in my brain sometimes <laughs> you know it's you got to be in the mood sometimes to like get through it because it will depend on what you're like interested in and yeah i don't know i think knowing that something is along the way will help to an extent like uh not this isn't going to be a full thing for me but like i had recently and i'm still in the process of getting through the manga for a blue giant because they just Mm. announced and are going to be releasing a movie for that series and that's going to be a lot of fun to see it all live seeing what the music is because they got fucking himino uehara aka like the most prolific jazz pianist right now i saw her live like a few weeks like last month and it was fucking nuts just to see someone go off on a piano like that but um yeah like having something to like look forward to as like a comparison i think helps out Really stoked for the fact that uh, the Kaguya movie is getting a confirmed stateside release. Yeah, I want to see it in the movies, but I don't want to leave my girlfriend that I watch it without, who's in the United Kingdom. <laughs> so I'm probably going to end up watching it from home, but I'm very happy about that, too. That that uh, feels like that's on them. I'm sorry. It is on them, but you know, it's like a, it's like a we've been watching since the beginning, the three of us, and it's just like, it feel wrong. I would simply check if there is a UK distribution. <laughs> um, but no, you know, what? you talking made me realize I know exactly why I stopped reading manga. And it was because there was a long period of time where I was doing week to week, or well, month to month, rather. Uh, uh, Hoseki no Kuni and um, Marius Bride. Mm. And both of those are works that i like much more in the anime format because they're very dense and especially uh, the visually cluttering a lot of the time and a lot of like you really have to think about reading it that i think that burned me out <laughs> with both of them because i think with magus pride i was just like they announced that season two right and i was just like all right i'll just wait until that comes out now uh but the second Kuni is just like god damn <laughs> I don't, I don't know if either of you have read that, but it is uh, really something. Right. Or like, I'll think about, you know, how long did it take of, like, you know, how does King Crimson work jokes? <laughs> yeah. immediately disqualified once he saw King Crimson in action. And you're like, oh, 
yeah, I understand it now. It, yeah. That's definitely the problem here that I have with a lot of stuff. But it's like, because it's like, when there is like a, a well-structured moment, like, like Chainsaw Man, right? I read Chainsaw Man in a day because it was just like, yeah, this is easy to read because it's being presented in a format and there, there's a lot of attention being paid to the paneling and stuff like that. Like It's um, it's a similar thing where, I, I think I, I have probably mentioned this before, but um, Erge, the creator of like uh, the Adventures of Tintin, like when you see the way he constructs his comics, there is a very particular attention where basically like he's creating storyboards. Every single panel like flows into the other. You understand the movement, the flow. It's like you're reading a movie, pretty much, and. I like Fujimoto to an extent does something very similar. Some stuff kind of gets muddled. Like um, earlier today, we we're discussing this recent chapter, and there was like something that came up where it, the, a particular action from a character, not even like in a spoiler way, just like I'm getting kind of confused if I can understand who's uh, talking or not. Like, is this the same person or is it somebody else? And I think someone put together that like a character is doing this bit where, like, he'll take his hat off when he's introducing himself to somebody and then put it back on, but then take it back off to, like, sort of, like, go to a point. Like, the the hat has become its own, like, character at that point of just, like, oh, no, I have to do these each time when I want to, like, feel smart in the room. And so that added an extra layer of, like, of course this motherfucker would exist in a manga like Chainsaw. Like, a, a guy who's bit is doing, like, an idol animation every time that he has to, like, address the group. Yeah. Of course he exists here. But it can be a little bit difficult to portray when it's just, like, static... Uh, movement in static images. Yeah. I... I'm glad at least it's a lot more easy to find shit like the Shonen Jump app and stuff. I just wish there the Shonen Jump app wasn't like it's all just whatever's in Shonen Jump. <laughs> right. right. <now. laughs> it's like that's that's very limiting. It's it's expansive, don't get me wrong. That is a lot, but <laughs> And you don't want the answer to be, oh man, I can't wait for Shonen Jump to get more material. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Um All right. Normal show now. Normal show. Normal. Uh, all right, boys. Which of your weekly animes would you like to talk about? Would you oh, like to talk God. about Chainsaw Man? I know that they just put the, the that little creature in today. You have to be a little bit more specific because there's there's a couple. Uh, the angel character. Oh yeah. Yes. People are so like on their rocks about Angel Demon and. Granted, this might be me realizing I forget a lot of early Chainsaw Man than I thought, or mm-hmm. slash most of it. <laughs> the, the stuff that will be there for, like, season two when they get there, that I remember for the most part. But, yeah, like, the end of Katana Demon stuff, yeah, some stuff was, like, they introduced all the fiends. Like, uh, you got... Shark Demon, you got Violence Fiend, you got uh, Spider Demon. Yeah, yeah, you, you got the uh, the new crew. Yeah. I forgot that Future Demon was so, like, animated. Mm-hmm. I, I was catching up from last week, today, so... 
But yeah, like his whole bit is he's just like the future is cool, man. He loves to see the future even if it sucks because he's just checking it out and he thinks it's cool that it's coming up. Yeah, it's coming up. No, I was hopeful for that that he would be cool in the anime cuz he's he's in the damn opening popping off. It's great. So. It's great. Yeah. It rock. Okay, no, I double checked it, and yeah, like this character that I was mentioning before in part two, his whole bit is like when he's like, "And I am the student council president," blah 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 blah. He will take off his hat and like salute, and then put it back on. But then when he introduces his name again, he's saluting with the hat off. Good. <laughs> this fucking idiot. So, I was going to ask you one thing, which I'm I'm only on like episode four of the show. Uh, I mean, it, it didn't really matter because, again, I've read it, but I'm, I'm waiting on someone. Uh, so how is the pacing, do you think? Do you think it's good? Do you think it's good that it's being paced like this? Because I've seen some people be like, damn, they're going to need multiple seasons of this. I mean, was there anyone that believed this could have been done in one core? No, no, I, I don't even mean that. I think, like, some people were thinking that maybe they could fit it all into, like, two seasons in a movie or something. And I, I think that that was possible at one point, but I don't think that's likely now from what I've heard. I think it's a lot more likely those will be, like, three seasons, four, maybe. I, uh, I mean... Because if you're saying they're... They're just getting to when Angel's introduced. That's only, like, a quarter of the way through the manga, isn't it? Or something? I mean... Maybe it's, a, like, a third. Maybe. Like, I can definitely believe that the end of Katana Man is going to come next next week. Yeah. And that's where we'll pause. Mm-hmm. Like, there are multiple arcs to left to go, but also, like, you know, let me... See, like, I'm just going to get an idea because the pacing of everything is the key part. And it hasn't felt like they're just, like, um, speeding through anything. So in the manga, it's, like, chapters 23 through 39. And so next, after that, will be, like, chapter 40 of, at this time, you know, 100 and something. And it ended, it, part one ended on, like, episode, uh, our chapter 100, I think, right? I think. Something yeah. like that, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I guess it's not that bad. I'm just worried that, like, with MAPPA being the people doing this, that it's going to be like, Chainsaw Man will finish in 2030. <laughs> like, we will see the last, like, I don't know, it won't be that bad. It'll be like 2026, but part still, like... Four. Chapter ninety-seven. It ended in chapter ninety-seven, part one. Okay. Oh, okay. There are, according to the way that like um, this the, the wiki is wanting to like set it up. There's like four arcs left, and we have gone through like three. Yeah, I wouldn't be so surprised far, if the, again, like I, I would not be too crazy surprised if it wasn't just another season for this part, honestly. Like if it's not, sure. You know, like again, it's like I I could take it either way, but I think it's been very well paced so far. Okay. That's what I was expecting, because it's just like I, I feel like a lot of people have been thrown off by this idea of the mimetic uh 
Chainsaw Man pacing, you know, uh, that it's like weird. But like when I, from what I, little I've seen, I really like. I still think th- I love the soundtrack for the show. To be clear, mm. but I still think the soundtrack choice is like fucking insane for what I would have envisioned in my mind reading Chainsaw Man. <laughs> oh but, yeah, uh, it's still it's still very good. But it, it 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 does have a bit of a different vibe. But I I think it's a good vibe. I, I I genuinely really like what I've seen of their changes and like adaptations and stuff. Mm-hmm. It does remove a bit of the goofiness from it, but it's not like it's like sanitizing it. You know, like it's just like we are structuring this in a way where it's like you have to tell the story of a manga differently, like just inherently, and you you communicate a lot more through like goofy lines that are said like over and over again that doesn't exactly translate well when it's like you have a dude like if denji was just talking non-stop like he does in the manga here i think it would be a worse show uh so i get why they made some changes to that but i'm glad to see that you both like that um no, I think like what it like makes up for is in like the physicality of everything. Like there's a yeah. shot with yeah, God the um, you you know you have the moment where like Denji and uh, Power get smart, and <laughs> at the end of that he's like, all right, you know I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna like uh, head out, and then you know he's just like Power. Did you hear that? We're free today, and then turns back around, and you just get the shot. Of a knife coming straight at Denji, <laughs> and it's like, oh man, that's- yeah, that look, that's what we were saying right before. Like the you get to con- convey the physicality of things mm-hmm. in the animated form, so that's how you you translate stuff like that. You can't just have like the goofy panel jokes; like it doesn't play as well. You have to find ways to elevate what's already there. If you can't immediately do it like that, like again, stuff that works really well with the way that. Uh, part two is doing its paneling they're gonna have to find another way to convey a lot of that for the anime if they end up adapting it yeah to continue off of the uh, what what, my thing of like haha it's gonna take years for it to finish Mm -hmm. the reason i'm feeling this way i think is because i've been rewatching hunter hunter recently and thinking about how that ran just consistently for two years I realize how unrealistic it is, and I realize that the production quality is much less than uh, Chainsaw Man, but it's it's nice to just see something that just got done, you know? Yeah. It just did it. It didn't have to be a big thing. Yeah. <laughs> it was just done. And that's how I've been feeling about a lot of stuff like that recently, of just like, goddamn, why is the new Gundam going to be gone for months after it just started building setup, you know? Like, it's just going to be gone now. Like, why did Birdie Wing end halfway through an arc and then we just have to wait? <sighs> I know that it all comes back to the production cycles and everything and the nightmare of the anime industry, but goddamn, I I just having to be like, you really have to hope and pray for a season two these days <laughs> is what it feels like <laughs> to happen in any reasonable amount of time, especially. <laughs> like, Jujutsu Kaisen season two is happening next year at some point i think they just had the trailer i think next month no next month oh it is next month cool okay i'll double check it but so that's only like a year and a half off but that's still a year and a half off (laughs) i I feel like you know part of it is that 
you know, you have the classic uh, Gintama explanation of how anime handles filler, where that in itself worked off a very particular, you know, idea of, okay, now that the mangas are popular, we're going to get started on that series. We're going to go ahead and start adapting all of it so it's good to go, and we'll just have that weekly until there's no more to adapt. But then... If the manga's not finished, you need to find a way to, like, even out from there. So you'll either, like, you know, do FMA 2004, 2003, and create your own ending, or add filler, wait for the manga to catch up, and cycle that out. I think the use of seasons was at least a... uh, The core season cycle was a good idea, and I think it still works in being able to say, you know, if we have a chance to present this series and at least offer a like potential um setup on it if we don't know that there is a guaranteed like season two or season three then hey let's do that but yeah i I think now it's just more so anime grappling with being in the level of like not um syndication but just like a creation process where you do have to plan a little bit more in advance but at the same time there are still series that are actively like creating stuff the week of in order to get to the next episode it's like a weird fusion of the worst parts of two different systems yeah oh but hunter hunter is getting a second (laughs) sorry i was looking at the uh yeah tokyo revenge oh god i I heard how that ended. I and it's, did not. I, I, I Okay, I won't say a damn thing. I won't say a damn thing. All, all I know is I think the general consensus has been, man, this is kind of stupid. <laughs> it's a pretty fucking bad ending. <laughs> I'll say that much. I I only have the vaguest knowledge of the show, but I, I, I had a friend basically explain it to me in layman's terms or whatever. Like, like, here's how you would understand it if this happened in this other work or whatever. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Okay. Uh, really interesting, but I mean, hey, they made an Attack on Titan. They're still they're still making that Attack on Titan season when that comes We're out. Almost out of it. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Uh, allegedly. Uh, I was happy that um, what was that? I wasn't happy. I was very. It was very funny to see the fucking man, the Attack on Titan man, say he was going to some American convention and be like, "I want to hear your honest opinions on the ending." <laughs> it's like my man. You know, I, I hope <laughs> I hope your heart breaks. I hope someone just I hope this makes you do something cooler. I hope someone throws a crab oh. at you like they did to Hungry Box that one time. What the fuck? Um But yeah, uh some sidetrack Hunter Hunter. Uh, Hunter Hunter. I was watching that. Yeah. Uh, that that's like I think I've said this before, but that show is like so insane because it's like, I mean, not the show, just the work in general is so insane because you can tell he was making a completely different manga and then like halfway through he was like, fuck it. <laughs> like, I, would, I wouldn't even say halfway through. I would say after the first, uh, the second arc of that show, he was like, fuck it. I don't care anymore. Like, we're doing something else now because it's like, there's all this like world building and I know like now that nowadays they are, they have been on the dark continent for like, years now or whatever and on the fucking boat and shit like that but it's like 
the, the way they flesh out that world is like, this is a mysterious world full of all these strange creatures. And it's like, the first arc is very like whimsical, like, oh, wow, what an exciting world. And it's just like, that. that is not what this show is about later. The show is just about insane people fighting each other. <laughs> uh it's really funny to go back to the beginning basically is what I'm saying. I, it's very funny to go back to when it's like, everyone's like, wow, what if you punch really good? As if that's like the nature of this world, <laughs> like that is like we, you get to the point where people are just doing insane dragon ball level, if not more insane things later. And there's just like all this insane reasoning for everything. And then like this early stuff is like, what if there was a big guy? He loves eating. Like <laughs> That is the extent of the character design. Or what if there's a sexy lady? <gasps> yeah. Um, but still very funny. Very funny. I think the best joke they have in that show consistently is the one of just having all the characters be like, Leorio is not 18 years old. Stop saying that. That is not right. That man is like in his 30s. <laughs> They're just like... Uh, 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 so there's this really bad bit where they say a slur, but like oh. there's this yeah um they which i i wish they had fixed because this came out in like 2014 2012 2012 like, i think is it the slur that comes up in uh around high school host club 2 or is it a different slur maybe i don't remember that one but probably it's the t1 yeah no when they're talking about her okay that makes a lot of sense like yeah no, the word you want to use specifically here with the way that the character is presented, you would be, like, more correct just calling Haruhi's dad a drag queen. Yeah. Yeah. But instead, here it was just for a funny bit. Haha. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but but on the flip side of that, you get the very funny scene where it's like he, he has to, like, they're betting hours or whatever, and you have to, like, just say a question. If you get it wrong, you lose or whatever. So it's like they're swapping places, and it's just like, Kila's like, Leorio, you, you, should, t- you should say, like, guess how old I am or whatever. Or like, say, are, am, am I a teenager or not or whatever. And Leorio's like, don't be stupid. Everyone knows I'm a teenager. And the, everyone else is like, what the fuck did he just say? <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck did he just say and it's like see you would have won if you listened to me <laughs> no that is the most like in my late 20s design i have ever seen I look at that motherfucker right like he is he uh, <laughs> he was born old <laughs> he's benjamin button <laughs> yeah like uh, unironically though that's his what's it called again his nin his Nen? His Nen? His Nen power? No, do you know what Leoria's Nen power is? No. So, I have not touched anything about Hunter Hunter, surprisingly. Alright. I highly recommend it, to be clear. I, if you I like should, One Piece, I... you'll fucking love it, because it's shorter than One Piece, but it has the same... Hey, you know, hey, like, hey, whoa, lo- whoa, whoa. Oh, no, I'm <laughs> saying it's long-running. Like, it's a long-running thing that, like, has a lot going on in character relationships and stuff. Uh, no, no, of course. Everyone I know who, like, is into Hunter Hunter it regards it, gives it very high regard. I already like Yu Yu Hakusho. Like, it's, it's something that I should get into. I just haven't, for whatever reason. Yeah, no, I mean, I put it off for fucking years. Don't get me wrong. Like, I didn't watch it until, like, 2019. Right. And so, yeah, it's just like... But it's really fucking good, is I, the thing. Yep. 
I, I don't doubt that. I know that it's good. I know that the manga's back now, and that has people stoked, so... Yeah, I need to get in on that shit for real, because I st- I, I stopped whenever the anime... I didn't, I've not read any of the manga past that. I think I would like it more, since it is mostly text from the pictures mm-hmm. I see. Uh, but I need... Okay, I need to tell you Leorio's power, because it makes me laugh every time. All right. Which is... my So my man disappears after the second arc he comes back for like the fourth arc but he's gone for the chimera ant arc which is most of the series um my man is just gone for like 80 episodes okay he comes back and he gives a a speech on the stage because he's mad about something about jerking off about how he spent the last few years like jerking off and stuff like that and then he sees gone's dad who everyone hates because he's a dude who sucks like he's a he's an, he's an absentee father like dude who's fucking sucks dude he sees gone's dad in the audience and he uses his power for the first time ever you've never seen what it was and it's just he puts his fist like through a portal and it comes out of a portal and punches the other person in the face <laughs> oh that's so good <laughs> and it's just like my man was gone like everyone's doing insane stuff like kurapika's doing flips and time control and like kiwa's doing lightning yo-yos and all this other insane stuff Leorio just punches a guy from far away. Gon becomes like a manlet, like, piece. Oh, you don't even know I don't what know. happens there. It's fucking insane. <laughs> I, Everything... Uh, it's so good. I highly recommend getting into it if you can. Like, even even just watching... Like, you could probably read it and it'll probably be fine. Don't get me wrong. But I, I think that the 2012 anime is so good. It's yeah, no, so and people, good. People swear by the 2012 adaptation. It's just, it's it has the perfect blend of, like, seriousness and goofiness. And it's not a high-budget thing. It is very much like a Naruto adaptation. But it's, like, it's so fucking good. Yeah. Uh, um, but, yeah. Um, has Mob finished yet? It is on. No. Tomorrow. Okay, it's on, yeah, it's tomorrow on the last the episode. End. Yes. Oh, boy. It's it's fucking crazy. It is uh, off the shits, but it's really good. Um, the 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 last arc, um, is just about Mob losing control. He his life is you know he's feeling a sense of cohesion. He's feeling like he's ready for whatever he can take a hold of, but. He plans on asking the girl he likes out before she moves away. And on the way to meeting her, he gets hit by a car. And he loses it. He loses control. And all the, like, feelings that he was bottling up come forth as this, like, basically this, like, demonic form of himself that is just constantly releasing power and, like... Every, all the psychics come come out. All the stars are here to try to take him down. All my psionic warriors. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like this really great little like rundown of everyone that Mob has, has helped through the years. Um and it, it's it's heartbreaking too though, just seeing like Mob like you know, fighting with himself and trying to understand that you know, the bad side of you is still a part of you. 
And that you need the mob psycho. Yeah, and that you need to like actually work with yourself, and you need to accept, you know, and and, be, and and that you have people in your life who accept the bad parts of you, like like you know the whole like if you don't accept me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best shit. Like everyone makes jokes about that, but it's still kind of true. Like yeah, pe- pe- there are gonna be people who stand by you when you're going through shit and when you lash out and when, you know, when you're a little unreasonable, and it's about accepting that and you know moving on apologizing and you know having that inform your relationship not destroy it and it's really funny that i realized it like the the core ethos of that show lines up a lot with uh okay ko (laughs) of all (laughs) things because literally like the uh protagonist for that show it's like you know oh what a lovable Six to twelve year old. Literally, he is six to twelve years old because that's the demographic of the show. Uh, anyway, like, um, but yeah, it's like a lovable little scamp. Loves life. Loves everything. But just don't ask about like that. You know, dark side about him that he bottles up. And it's like, oh, you know, what if I bargain with that part of myself? And like, only sometimes I let it out. What if I, you know bottle it up away entirely but no ultimately the solution is realizing that that's still you that's still a aspect of you that needs to be accepted but can be hard to do so and so genuinely i'm curious how this is going to end like what the culmination is for um mob as a character Mm -hmm. because even then like you know the cool question of like you know, the, there is Shigeo Kageyama and then there is Mob. Are they different people or are they both parts of the same person? And mm-hmm. that is like the immediate conflict now of just this sense of self and what exactly that means for the person we've seen grow for these last three seasons. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate that we couldn't get the scene of the kids wishing that they could tweet something real bad. <laughs> You know, before the show, we were talking about, I was saying, telling you that I don't have, I haven't been watching many anime because they're all tied up, one girlfriend each, basically, or some shit. Like, they all have their own show that I'm tied to. So this season, I haven't watched that much. Like, I have just Irma, I think. And he said, oh, you should get something just for you. And you know what? I'm just going to do Mob on my own. There you go. We were stuck on season two with, like, a four-man crew that we have to get together. And we have not gone back to it because we've gotten into other stuff. I I think this is something I should just do on my own. And I think I would enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Because I did, I loved that first season. And I loved the half of season two that I saw, too. Oh, the um, other half of season two goes nutty. I've heard such things, and I really, I really do want to get into that. I think I stopped directly after the Rigan arc, mm-hmm. pretty much. Oh, yeah. So, um, but I, I do, I, I think I will just do that on my own. Probably that'll be, and then I can just rewatch it because it's like, in the past, I was like watching some shows on my own, and then I would rewatch it, like even week to week sometimes mm-hmm. with some people. Um, and I, but it's like, so it's like, fine. Like, we'll, we'll watch that when we get there. I can just, I can get in on it. It's fine. It's fine. Cause every week I've just been like, oh, I wish I wasn't stuck on season two. <laughs> I can be seeing this too. Yeah. Um, honestly, like take the holiday that's coming up and, uh, yeah, catch yeah. up. At least something. 
Um, the one, the one show that I have gotten through, uh, anime wise has been, uh, reincarnated as a sword, which I've talked about before. Um, and that just finished this past week. Uh, and I thought that one was really good. Uh, like I said, oh, initially, thank like, God. yeah, I was scared, but it, it was actually a good isekai. The thing, see, here's a secret. We all know I like isekai, okay? We all know that I will just watch whatever the fuck. But, like, my number one problem with isekai consistently has been, and this is what I said originally when I watched the first episode of the show, they, they don't, the people who make them don't play video games. Mm. They don't know what a gamer's like. They don't know the gamer's mind. They're working off of, like, what they as a child remember, or, like, what they remember their teenage gamer friends being like, you know? Not not the enlightened adult gamer. <laughs> like, that, a like, lot ha- of isekai can feel like, you know, extended fantasy, but my editors require me to... To make it video gamey, yeah. Yeah, and so we'll do, like, you know, the magic of her... And or the UI it. popping up and stuff like that. Yeah, and it's like, oh, man, I'm only level two, and it's going to take a lot in order for me to get to level 500. Yeah, whereas here, it's like, this is a real gamer. He stays true to the grind. He is a sword, but he is, you know, he is stat managing, first and foremost. He is... He loves fucking balancing the stat page more than anything. He is a min-maxer in his soul, and he is living his best life right now as a sword. And this whole, like, having that and also having him, like, be... Like, he's a sword, right? So he he can't be the stupid, like, horny Isekai main character type dude also. Like, but also I think the, the writing is smarter than that, where it's just, like... He is this the main character cat girl's like dad basically. <laughs> like he is just like taking care of her. He's like making her food and stuff like that. There was an entire episode where he made her curry nonstop and she just like became addicted to it. And like they just spent the entire time like getting more ingredients to make better curry and stuff like that. Um that was really oh, cute cuz it's like they have a nice relationship, you know? They just have he's he cares about her like a daughter not like oh wow i'm so horny Mm -hmm. or whatever um and the other character that they introduced recently also is like basically like her grandmother but she's like whatever she's like an elf so she looks like a milf but it's nice to have like paternal characters in the series where it's like it makes it feel fresh almost because it's like i feel like the thing with isekai consistently and that that was something i liked but re-zero got into when they started talking about the main character's parents later on in that series it's like isekai is just so like you left your whole family behind whatever goodbye like that doesn't matter now like stuff like that like very nihilistic anti that stuff but like and this is very found family but it's still like it's nice you know it's just nice to see like these parental figures like exist and a bunch of the characters in general are, like, I think pretty much every character besides the main character is, like, not just an adult, but, like, an adult, like, in their 40s or 30s. And I think that really helps just make it feel like everyone wants to take care of this little girl, mm-hmm. basically, the main character girl. Like, everyone just wants to be, because it's, it's like, they're, they're, they've, they have most of their life figured out by now. And they just... They, they like helping other people or whatever. They like chilling out or they have their own problems, but it's like it doesn't have to do with how they interact with other people. Like the uh, fantasy here is what if me and 
like an assorted crew of people in our like 30s and 40s had to take care of the most like feeble child ever yeah instead of what is often the case you know what if i was in a setup and i just off screen was having so much sex you didn't even know yeah you can't show it on the main screen but oh you better believe it so so that's exactly what i've been thinking this entire time is that fucking what's the uh mushoku tensei yeah like i fucking hate that show i'm gonna be real with you i'm sorry to anyone out there who likes it but like that's like the main problem with that one that's like the pinnacle to me of like i realize it's one of the first isekai or whatever but also like it's so fucking bad that dude fucking sucks so i get the idea of like you know what if i fucked up so bad in one life that i wanted to make amends in the second life (sighs) but dog you really are like you showed me this man being like, oh, it rules that I'm a baby because I can do things no one cares. And it's like, bro. It's fucking like- awful. <laughs> the fact that, like, one, I remember the, the fact that uh, that fucking, there's that sexy cat woman or whatever from that show, mm-hmm. I think. Like, yeah. with the eye patch or whatever. I don't know. Whatever. The fact that when I was like, I don't know who this character is, I'm going to look them up. And the first page on the Wikipedia was like, she lost her virginity to his dad. Was like, oh, is that what we care about? Like, that's that's the first information you're going to tell me about this character? <laughs> right. Which I think is its own thing. Because then it's like, oh, wow, your dad's kind of an asshole. I guess I'll be better than my dad. And then it's like, all right, I mean... Maybe, but you also, like, you have, like, three wives and, like, multiple scions. It's, like... It's just, it's just, like, a... It's fucking... It's the the literary equivalent of jerking off to me. Like, it's just, like, wow, what if I was the coolest guy ever who became better also, a better person, but I still had multiple wives and everything even when I was bad? Uh, my, My friend, when she would discuss, you know, the initial response to, um watching call the night like oh you know i thought this was gonna be some like loser lonely boy like yeah whatever and then yeah like, exactly she finished it oh that was great went on to read the manga hey this rules and there's a gay character for me and i love it <laughs> yeah the, 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 so like that's like where i felt here where it was like i was scared going in but i had heard good things from people who had read the light novels and it's yeah it's great um it's just it's just nice like it's just like we talk about Barakamon like being this nice thing or whatever and it's not like a a barn burner like it's not like the most amazing and outstanding thing ever or anything like that it's not trying to be and that's why it succeeds that's how I feel about this it's like you want to see a character get skills and win a dungeon fucking here you go like there you go like this is the platonic ideal of it because it's just nice you're just seeing nice things happen and then cool fights yeah and and then like unspokenly you want things to clear the little bar that usaki drop yeah horribly (laughs) extremely yeah and 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 i'm pretty sure this one's okay with it because it's just like the the main character is so like like the the most he'll react is like when the elf milf or whatever shows up and then she's like hugging the girl between her giant boobs or whatever he's just like those are large boobs or something like that (laughs) like that's it like he'll just be like golly or something like like, yeah like literally that is how he reacts to everything (laughs) and it's just like it's good he's he's just a nerd you know he's just he's just a gamer 
a guy who's not even like, oh man, you need any help with carrying those? He's more just like, are, are you okay? Yeah. Like, does that hurt? <sighs> Starts Googling breast reduction surgery as a friend. <laughs> yeah. Find the skill that does it. It's just, it's it, it's a lot of fun. I think I really like the rules they establish. Like, this is for the people who fucking love when they explain how chakra works in Naruto or whatever the fuck. Like, this is like the, which is like sort of Hunter Hunter, basically. It's just like, I'm explaining my power to you. But it's like, it's not even them explaining individual powers. I think it's a lot, I, I like it a lot more where it's like, we're, est- we're establishing how magic works in this world of like, there's four elements and then four elements branch off of that or eight elements branch off of those and set us on and so forth or whatever. And it's like, all magic is just based on that. And you just sort of like figure out what you want to do with it from there. It's very free form. Um, and I, I it's just like that because it's like, you just have funny stuff because the main character is a kid, right? She's like 12 or something, like 13. And she's like there'll be stuff like oh you just found out lightning magic exists so then she's immediately talking to her sword only she knows that the swords can talk also because they're like kind of worried that like people will be like suspect about it um but it's like she goes immediately like oh my god oh my god can i have lightning magic can i have lightning magic can i have lightning magic and he's like if you have lightning magic right now everyone is going to know you're a freak like, if I give it to you right now, like, they will be like, you just heard about it and you can do it? Like, and she's he's like, she's like, but it will be fun. And he's like, all right, young lady, you can have your lightning magic, but no using it until we get home. And stuff <laughs> like that. Like, just, just a lot of fun stuff like that. Um, I think it, it's also, I, I think my friend put it best of uh, when, when one of the episodes came out is this, this is an isekai that has slavery as an aspect of just the main character was like a, a slave or whatever initially. But it's like, unlike other isekai, it is written by someone who fucking hates the idea of slavery, thankfully, which feels disturbingly rare. <laughs> um, it's like the amount of shows that will try and say our character is so good because he participated in the system of slavery that this yeah. has, but or he's just good like about it. Well, there's benefits to it for the economy and stuff like that. Like just like like I, I think about um that show Maggie uh, Magi or whatever. That that show has such a bad problem of like one of the main characters is a freed slave or whatever, and like the idea that like consistently they like when they get positions of power, they're like, well, we can't stop the slave trade. Just stuff like that. It's just like, really, really, buddy. I like, don't know. There's like a whole war. About this is that. our hero. <laughs> this is like these are our heroes. <laughs> like, I, 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 I mean, I, I allude to our own history, but you know, Thirteenth Amendment and all. Yeah, there, there's at least a look at how the industry works that you know could plausibly be taken to a better extent but yeah no to have something that at least is like hey this sucks yeah it's it's really good i think consistently just like yeah like she's already killed like five of those people so um yeah great show i was really i was when that ended i know i was saying before like you have to pray for season two they fucking were like immediately like see you in season two and i was like all right thank god hey I, i i just want in isekai don't have to stress out about because it's like i like slime still a lot but it's slime slime 
has the problem a lot of anime has where it's like i have to make some trade-offs here mm. i have to put up with some stuff <laughs> to enjoy this and there was none of that here it was just nice there's no sexualizing of the main character at all really like there's just like she put on like a funny like a, a cute little dress or whatever and everyone goes that's so cute on you like that's the extent of it it's nice or like there was like a setup that i was scared of of like oh my god they're going into the the women's bath or whatever and she's bringing the sword with her and everyone's just like why did you bring a sword in the bath you're a freak <laughs> like why would you bring your sword into the bath and he's just like they're right <laughs> Um, I really don't know why you did bring me in here. Uh, yeah, that's what he does. He's like, I don't really know why you brought me in here. Um, but yeah, nice show. I, I, I like that. It's made me want to check out a couple other th- uh, isekai because I, it renewed my hope because I'd just seen so many bad ones. Mm-hmm. I Knowing that we're getting even more villainous animes coming up also, it has me be like, God damn, God damn. They're just putting them out there. They're just making whatever the Uh, fuck villainous shit ever. Like, it's just like, hey, what if the villainous was War Red this time? It's like, all right, thanks, I guess. Damn. Uh, I'm excited for the lesbian one, at least, but... Um... Because that's actually breaking ground in that genre, I feel like. (laughs) Um... But yeah, uh, blah, 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 other anime. Um, John, Uncle. So I'm walking. Uncle is. If we're talking about Izakaya, yeah, I could talk about Uncle. Look, yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be frank here. Uh, okay. Part of me is like, man, has this run its course? Is is the joke still funny? Is it still good? But then I'll watch an episode and I'll be like, you know what? It's, it's 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 still pretty funny it's still got its moments it's still quite humorous but also i know for a fact that when it's done i'm just gonna be like all right don't make a season two please that, <laughs> yeah i've had enough i good. even in the limited amount of episodes i had watched i was like I, I think this is funny every time pretty much but it's like Man, you guys found a formula, huh? Mm-hmm. You are uh you are sticking to it. The uncle doesn't understand that the girl likes him. Yep, and it's just like, all right, we get it, and then it just keeps going, sort of. It's I, like, I have, you reach a point where you're like, how? Yeah. <laughs> how? How? I have way more fun with the current day stuff because a yeah. like I th- I th- I think a lot of the like tech humor and like a lot of the like dumb Sega jokes are a lot like just generally funnier i like the modern day characters or i like the the non isekai characters a lot more um like i i just i just i like seeing them bounce off of each other just every everyone's like a lot more casually funny in those segments so i end up liking that a lot more than the isekai segments um but I do still like a lot of those Isekai characters. I like seeing them interacting with each other. I do, like them interacting with the uncle. It's just like, okay, here's the joke. Nah, you're good. But when they start interacting with each other, it's like, okay, there's some actual like new like repertoire between them. Where it's mm. just like, yeah, here's, you know, she's like Elf is reacting to the the heroine girl. Like for example, the 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 heroine girl uh, meets up 
with uh, the uncle and the elf uh, at like a like a like a hotel spa, um, and uh, the elf realizes that the heroine girl has like this super rare, powerful staff, and the elf is like, "What? Hang on a minute! I thought it, I thought it had a black hilt." And she, the, she just goes, "Oh, I painted it white because I thought it was cute." <laughs> it's just like that's really good. That's funny as hell. Um, so I, I, I like it when it's not just the same joke over and over still. But even though I am still like lightly chuckling at some of the moments where, you know, they're still playing around with it here and there. Like there, there is a scene where the uncle, like they, they do like a, like a, the uncle is like trying to massage the elf. And of course he's just doing it because he wants to, he's like, I'm worried about your health. You need to be in good health. You're sore. And you know, there's all the like sexy pratfalls and all that. But then the the um the nephew's just like, all right, uncle, we're pausing right here. We can't see this. Like, th- th- this is gonna be horrible. And then the and then uh, the girl's just like, we are adults, and it's we do not need it to pan away. We don't need it to cut to black. We we can handle see we can handle seeing adult things. And he's just like, no, it's okay. It's it's safe for work after this. It doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> just like. Like, that's funny. Like, them bouncing off of each other and reacting to the stuff is funny. So it keeps it humorous. I can, I'm still enjoying it. But again, I think I will be done after this. I know people yeah. really like the manga. You know, maybe I could just, like, read the manga online and just kind of blow through it. But I, I, I don't need more anime. I don't think. Yeah, I feel it. It, 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 you know what energy it has, honestly, because of its formulaic nature? Mm. It has the energy of, like, Garfield. <laughs> Almost. He if sh- you know what I mean. No, yeah, like, he, like, oh, Garfield hates Mondays and likes lasagna. Uncle doesn't understand what sex is. Loves, loves Sega, Sega and yeah. doesn't know what women are, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, just, like, this idea of, like, I can totally picture this as, like, a, oh, here's the Sunday funny uncle strip or whatever. Like, God, putting it into that context honestly makes me like it a little bit more. <laughs> that's really weird. I, I don't, see, that's, that, that's, that's how I've looked at it the whole time is just, like, this idea of, like, it is, you know, there's nothing wrong with consistency in your life sometimes, you know? There's sometimes you just need something that's always there. Sometimes you just gotta check in on the uncle and just be like, oh. And uh, sometimes there's one that pops off and really gets you, yeah. but other times you're just like, you know. Oh, he's talking about guardian heroes again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, apparently it is inspe- expected for there to be a uh, season two of this, but it may not come until like 2025. You yeah. know what? Maybe I'll be... That studio died. Like, that studio is dying from it. And they're gonna do a season two. <laughs> I'll, maybe by then I'll be more in the mood for it, you know? Yeah, if we're, if we're still doing the show in 2025, maybe I'll be like, yeah, you I, know what? I'm down. Let's go for it's it. It's been enough time. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that it doesn't help that, like, productions had to be halted in the middle of it, and so yeah, you know, what was our what, what I think was, like, a really good show in a sort of dry season is now like in a weird spot yeah. with a lot of stuff that has so much more to offer. 
That's that is really true. That is really true. That it was definitely a big highlight last season, and now it's just like, well, I feel like I gotta catch up with it. But I'm I'm watching like six different shows that are way better than it. Not necessarily because it's trash, but just like they're Chainsaw Man and Mob Psycho and Spy Family and like a bunch and bunch of other shit that's coming out this season is like incredible. It's the bag of chips that you're fine with, but it's like you're literally getting, like, you know, I, I wouldn't call any anime, like, legitimate gourmet, maybe, but it's like, you know, the restaurant that you like, mm-hmm. the the restaurant that you like, and you're getting all of this great food, but then you also have your side of, like, you know, the, the side salad that came with one of your orders, and they just doubled back, and, like, it's back again, and it's like, I can eat this, but, eh. Yeah. It's not that it's bad, but it's just like the, there is better stuff that is actively out there. And not to say that Uncle isn't already at like a good level. Literally, it's like, you know, eights having to keep up with nines and tens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So Maverick. Huh? Yeah. Do you got do you got two different music shows on here? Uh yeah, technically speaking. Yeah, which would you like? To, you can you can talk about both if you just want to, honestly. Uh, I'll so I can mention that like in that earlier process of trying to figure out like God, what shows could I put together for that AMV that I wanted? I figured you know let me like look at something that might fit, but I'm not entirely sure because I haven't seen it yet. I have started seeing Yesterday for me, and. It is interesting. It came out, like, spring of 2020, I want to say. And the initial stuff I saw of it was kind of just like, yeah, it's kind of boring, or it's like, so whatever. And I would argue that, from what I've seen so far, it is a very uh, interesting look into, like, uh, growing up, adulthood and necessarily like that very apt at the time that it came out that time after you've like graduated uh where you're kind of just figuring out what that next step is and that's not always clear and so it's easier to think about when times were better to to think about the yesterday of a multiple people and boy like i don't know if i would have handled that at the beginning of quarantine, but at least getting through it now, it is more palpable, if only because I'm not actively going through it. Um, I also know it, if only because, like, um, there is a Hazel video on the manga, which describes that as, like, Midwest theme of the manga, and I would say that that is a good vibe for it, you know, the way in which you layer everything, and it feels like it's the this particular moment is the most important thing ever, but, you know, it's not, because... There's other stuff going on. The world doesn't revolve around you. And it's once you like step out of that little world that you've created, it's easier to like look at things, but it requires you to step out of that space. And so this um, anime is, from what I've seen so far, focuses on four main characters. Uh, Rikuo, Rikuo Uozumi... Harunonaka, Shinako Morinomi, and Ro Hayakawa. And the way that, like, the story progresses is that we meet Rikuo when he is 
uh, currently working at a convenience store, you know, just graduated from college, is trying to figure out what he wants to get out of life. Maybe he wants to do photography more. Maybe he wants to take care of other things. Maybe he should go and, you know, can ask out that girl in college that I really liked. That girl being uh, Shianiko Morinome, who was a classmate. She currently teaches. Uh, she's still figuring out her own things because of Rohayakawa, one of the uh, people that Shianiko grew up with and is now transferred to her school, is also... Um, has a crush on her, but then she is in love with his deceased older brother. And so, longing for someone that is no longer there, and who you can't necessarily, like, replace. And among all that as well is Haru, this eccentric girl who's had a history with Shinoko, who dropped out of school, was working at a, like, host cafe, maid cafe, and developed feelings for Rikuo like about five years ago but since she's gone through a lot since then she looks different so the immediate connection is there a lot of just like rummaging around and interconnectivity like the plot is literally about these characters and their circles of friends coming together and just experiencing a segment of that life for an episode and so I can't speak on too much of it yet but it's interesting I'm very curious to see how it comes out, and I might check out the manga afterward, because it is a manga that started back in, like, 1997, I think, and they stick to that in this adaptation. Like, everyone has a flip phone if they have a phone. Yeah. It's very, like, late 90s. Like, you can work at a maid cafe because those still are in, like, active demand at this point in time, so to say. And so, I'm very curious to see how I feel about it once I, like, finish it up. Not to uh, go all the way back in time, back to Brockamon discussions, but I think the thing that stressed me out the most in that show was this man in technology, mm-hmm. uh, Honda. And, like, I think in the early parts of that show, being I was like, my man is not responding to texts. My man is, like far away from everyone and not responding to their text is a nightmare to me. And then also just his computer breaking, which was probably just like, he probably had it unplugged or something. And it's just like, he's just gives up. That was, that was so sad. I didn't like it. Um, but I also like that. For sure. Yeah. I like that they had flip phones in that also is literally what I was getting at. I like that they had flip phones in Barakamon also, even though it was, that adaptation was 2014. Because hmm. it was like, yeah. I love when they stay true to the, the setting. Though I won't deny I do also enjoy the Tsukihime remake style. I'm going to complain that the story doesn't work now because everyone has a cell phone. <laughs> Seinfeld ass. Yeah. 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 Uh, and Bochi. I'm like two episodes behind on Bochi. But I like Bochi. Oh, Bochi is fantastic. I feel like I've seen everything from the last two episodes on Twitter alone. <laughs> <laughs> god no bochi is really good you know we've gotten to the point where uh this uh weekend you know they're gonna play the uh school festival we're gonna see how that goes you know this dream that bochi had for middle school will finally be 
set up here, and that's only, like, step one of her whole life ahead of her now, that she has this whole net of support and groups and friends and whatnot. But, made Bochi. Made Bochi. There's going to be a made Bochi figure. That's going to make enough money to fund a small nation. Yeah, they don't have to worry about any future seasons of this. Yeah. Thing. There's a gag where Rio's like, oh man, how do we monetize Bochi's cuteness factor? What if we put her in a like bikini on the album cover? And it's just this really funny shot of like... Yeah, of her adding- just sitting there. <laughs> Sitting there with, like, really weirdly huge knockers. <laughs> like, she has large breasts, is what I've had to hear everyone say on Twitter all the time for the past, like, six weeks. It's like, oh, don't I... you know in the manga, it's, it's true to the lore? And I'm like, I don't care. I want her to be treated like a human being. <laughs> I haven't read any of it yet, but, like, also, oh, really? I don't believe you. <laughs> you don't believe me? I'm telling you. I, I don't believe Twitter about... That sometimes I see Nor- like a- I know sometimes people just lie. I know, but I've seen the I've seen the manga. I've seen the manga parts where they talk about it. Is it like legit? Just like wow, Bochi. No, it's just like they just show her in like. They do that like multiple times. Like her actually in a scenario, or is it like yeah somebody imagining? Oh, okay. Yeah disturbing i don't approve of that sort of thing to be clear yeah you know it's occasionally i'll see like horny fan art and it's like what are you doing this isn't like that's how i feel i'm not even offended it's like what like that doesn't exist you're i get like listen i get people going crazy for the alcoholic girl oh yeah no that's like the even like yeah like that's like the thing i'm just like vabochi that girl she has problems she needs help yeah, not the alcoholic. She needs support. <laughs> well, she needs no, no, different it's like, help. It's like, I don't... Literally, you need to give me, like, the episode 10 years in the future where she's just like, wow, it's a nice day outside. Let me go take a swim. Like, or whatever. The, the level of confidence that is expected for, like, half of these fucking pieces of fan art. I'm just like, where, where are you finding this? Yeah, what world do you live in? What world do you live in? That's how I feel consistently. I'm just like, you don't you don't know what love is. You don't it's, know what these this character is really like. You don't even want to know them. It's very well done, but save that energy for another character. Yeah, that's that's all I can end up thinking is like, you are... Yeah. <laughs> there are plenty of giant boob anime women out there, you know? Pick one. It's fine. Don't need to project this onto everything. Right. <laughs> But, no, it's been such a blast. I'm really, really grateful. Like, the way that the end, like, uh, apparently when it comes to, like, streaming numbers, it's, like, number two, maybe currently, in Japan. I guess that's not too surprising. It is, like, really good. It is, but it's, like, you see everything else that's out there this season, and it's, like, yeah, this is sort of just the sleeper hit of, like... I feel like the studio has done a really good job of, like, executing on, like, what gets spread as a meme, I think, pretty consistently, of just, like, everyone loves the relatability of social anxiety, especially anime watchers. I I mean, uh, it... 
Yes. Just to like her like disintegrating all the time or popping, you know? Like I feel like that her exploding in that one episode was like they, enough to get like a ton of people to watch that show. They made a reference to the 3D animated tutorial flying. Yes, I fucking loved that. I was so happy when I saw that on Twitter. I was like, oh, like how? It's visionaries. They know how to do it. God, it. Also, like, there's not really another girls rock show. I mean, wait, what am I saying? Do it yourself. Damn. They're very different, though. Mm-hmm. It's going for a different approach, yeah. And it's not yeah. even like, you know. But like your your Ozamanga Dio ass show, you know, that style of thing. I feel like that's closer to Bochi almost, even though Bochi's a lot more uh, serious, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah, like I wouldn't even say it's like a cute girls doing things show. It's more no, but it's it, it's like the it's like a gag show still to an extent. But yeah, I, I mean, it, what is like the best equivalent I could say? Because it's pulling in from like a lot of different things, and it really gets to something its own. Yeah, yeah, it feels it feels very its own. I think that's that's definitely a big proponent for it. Um, they've also just managed to make a really good soundtrack. That's true. I, I mean, you, you'd have to hope, right? Like that's the, that's the, that's that was my problem with uh, uh, your boy Kong Ming was uh, you could not convince me that everyone would pop off for that song, like they did, you know. But it's like, yeah, like a show about music should have good music, is what I'm saying. Yeah, and and I wouldn't say like it. it the level at which you present that music as well like i was mentioning before the blue giant movie is going to be ridiculous because they are hiring you know one of the most renowned jazz musicians to perform and score the music and so that's that's going to be fucking nutty uh beck really had a soundtrack that i enjoyed but it could be hard to you know internalize that as like wow this is the best band in all of japan or however like they like present that narrative it's good music it's just like ah, okay you know the way that the story ultimately like presents everything in here it's more like shit if these are high schoolers making this kind of stuff they would already be superstars but also like to that extent, it's like, oh no, this sounds like stuff that I could actually listen to. Like, I could believe a band could play this at, like, a club. Or something at this level. Yeah. And so that still manages to wrap back around where it's like, yeah, you know, someone really dedicated to their craft could really crank this out and start to, like, perform it at various venues. It's got that energy and it really... Uh, it's cool that like it shows so brilliantly. Yeah. Um. All right, John. Do you want to talk a little about Spy Family and then we wrap it up? Uh, I mean, sure. You know what? I don't know if you have much to say about I it. I don't. <laughs> I don't. Because I'm just enjoying That's it. Fine. It's fine. It's good. It's cute. I like that they gave your a little bit more to do. 
they're having their cute little moment of your being like, oh no, am I good enough? And then no, she is. She's still good enough. And she's she kicks ass and she destroys tennis balls without even trying. Um I don't know, that's it. They also they also gave like a bit of a, a bit of a backstory to Becky, Anya's friend. They had like a cute okay. little cute little shopping spree. Um and that it's nice that like Becky has someone like Anya to to ground her and make her less of a little shit. Yeah, it's nice. Mm-hmm. It's cute. It's a it's just a cute show. It's cute. It's nice. They're fun. They're funny. It's funny. It's cute. We finally watched. Uh, I think one or two. I can't remember. Uh, we watched some episodes or whatever after now after we had stopped like pretty much after the dog arc, which I know was only like two or three episodes, but. I, I, th- those episodes were instantly better. I really think that fucking dog arc did that entire show a disservice. A straight up, bit, yeah, th- it's just too long. I think like it needed to be one episode less for real. Yeah, and it was also just boring as hell the entire time. It's like this is a gag show. Don't make this like serious plot about a fucking dog, like mm-hmm. a psychic dog that sees the future. I mean, again, like, that's them adhering kind of to what the manga goes for. But, yeah, I think, like, condensing it a little more would have helped. Mm. It, extremely. I just think it was a really bad, like, get back like get back into the swing of it thing to have, like, right at the start of the season. I think if they had led with, like, the Your Cooking episode, I would have felt, I would have been like, all right, this is just a bad arc. But it was like, oh, man, as the starting thing. Because uh, I know a couple other people who had stopped watching it, also are like ha- are behind on it because of this reason. I'm just like, man, you should have not done that. Maybe <laughs> it's an important thing. Is like the issue. Like it. It's a weird. It's a weird case. And like my, it, it is something I am harsher on for say Doctor Stone because that really just gets all over the place with like everything wants to be serious with everything yes but <laughs> specifically like you know you have this whole lead up that they have already adapted but now it's like uh we're gonna explore the new world i guess and uh there's maybe other people like i i, I do a look to the camera Anytime everyone's like, man, the pacing of Dr. Stone is so incredible. The way that they're doing Shonen is unlike anything else. I'm like, what are you smoking? (laughs) What are you on? It sucks. They just don't know how to balance comedy and action. Not at all. Like, okay, cool. The guy doesn't use, like, weapons. Alright. Neither does Detective Conan, really. Uh, That's not true. He shoots that guy every episode. <laughs> All right, he shoots that guy every episode. But fucking, there are other examples. Oh no, I I'm just. <laughs> You're right. Because here, yeah, it's like comedy and action, but at least is willing to play that up a little bit differently. Uh, am I right in that they adapted the tennis episode? They did. All right, and so now that like, if I'm remembering correctly, that should get back to my theory that. Season 3 is going to start on the cruise ship, which is going to be like a whole blend. And they try to get to that here, I think, with that dog arc of like, when they do action, it's Anya knowing what that everything is happening and trying to help out, you know, either Lloyd or 
um, your, depending on the situation, mm-hmm. and then come back together. Wow, what a delightful, you know, end of day or whatever. And it works out that way. I think, yeah, just there the pacing would have been off or like probably could have been tightened up, but I'm also behind. So maybe I'll try and catch up after the season's over. Yeah. See, the the reason we're all behind on things over my group is like we started watching Hunter Hunter. So we get together and it's like we have, we could watch Spy Family. We could watch Pop Team Epic. No, we're watching Hunter Hunter. <laughs> like we, we just want to. <laughs> so it's held things up a bit because yeah. it's like it's that, that Spy Family. Like it's it's like we know what's going to be there, you know, sort of like. Oh yeah. Vi- same thing with Pop Team Epic, really. But I still need to get through Stone Ocean. Me, I didn't even start it. But again, same thing to Chainsaw Man, where it's like I'm not in a rush because I read that shit. Mm-hmm like twice right i i'm letting my friend gaslight me into believing that jojo lion was good (laughs) i Uh, hear nice things i to be clear i finished it i read it like two whenever it finished like a year and a half ago or something um and i was like eh and now i'm like literally letting them convince me because i said that i thought that it was eh and they were like, what do you mean it was so good? I'm like, should I reread it? <laughs> Did I miss something? Even though that was like a year ago, dude. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you know, it might be one of those things where having to read it so piecemeal. Yeah, that's what I've been thinking. I, I don't know. It's... It, eh, eh. There was just too many stupid jokes in it. I don't know. It was just—it's all like, oh, this is a cool idea of a no execution, which is how I feel about some parts of part six. But which I think is why people are more like you know light on or not as into it as other parts. But oh, I just think that the whole batch setup fucked it over from that—that's definitely the main problem. But I just mean like when people talk about issues with part six in general, mm-hmm. um, I think it comes down to there are just some times where it's like. This fight is a bust. It's just whatever. Right. Well, uh, can't yeah. we see those scans of JoJo lands? <laughs> JoJo lands. Oh. Look, he didn't um, have to do that. <laughs> they didn't have... He, he no. chose to start he chose, doing this. He's insane. He's he's a sick man. Um. Alright. Uh, so... Is Maverick going so through? Pretty much oh, yeah, done. Yeah. We got one last thing just uh, to follow up. You talking okay. about reincarnated, reincarnated as a sword. Uh, Robin also says, uh, it's a very solid show. I'm glad the ending confirmed to season two. Throwing out the Isekai focus in favor of world building from the characters' perspectives make these kinds of genre shows work way better. Fran, get curry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, 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 like I said, like definitely the focus on it being like we're going to build up this world and stuff and like even in the last episode they started to like tease out some like politics stuff mm-hmm. that was interesting um yeah i it's just it's nice i i love world building so much it like before dark souls ruined everything <laughs> lore was like my favorite thing to like look up for stuff lore. like i just love i just love it and i i hate the modern era where 
I like Dark Souls works on in a, va- in a vacuum or like just in its time period because it was like nothing else is delivering its information like that. Now everything is fucking doing that and it's just miserable and it's either that or the Marvel Cinematic Universe exhausting like style of thing and it's just like I just want to have someone talk about a world and then I get to see the places in the world mm-hmm. like everything, I don't want power scaling everything needs a Cimmerillion everything needs a you know origin point everything needs a Pennyworth the origin of Batman's butler <laughs> <laughs> like yeah though. these are fun stories so to do funny. but it's not like no one is like begging yeah for these like do them because you want to not because it's like oh this will expand on the greater you know sorry no you know like it's what makes fujimoto's wants to do one shots so refreshing yeah like someone is saying hey i have an idea i just want to take a few like pages to write it out and i want to put it out there boom done moving on yeah yeah, having, watching watching Batman Beyond recently also has been a big like oh, holy shit like superhero stuff used to be fun. Yep. Uh, uh, that's it though. I'm very excited for uh, Avatar: The Seed Bearer. Um. All right, so I'll do the whole Patreon spiel, but first we have to talk about the new show. But Maverick didn't want to say what the new show was, which is really scary until right now, because it's his turn to pick. Uh, <laughs> so Maverick, it's my turn to pick the anime. Yeah, it, it's your turn to pick the anime, and what have you picked? I mean, like, I, I was thinking about it, where going into 2023... Um, I, I was like trying to figure out a lot of like the scheduling and stuff just with like mm-hmm. yeah we've got a lot of stuff coming out and since we tried to do the um bonus thing for the patreon it was kind of like oh you know i want to make sure that whatever it is that i pick is consistent or whatnot but i think going into the new year having this be our new show of 2023 i looked at it as a chance to say what are some things that i haven't gotten to yet or just have not been able to you know get through or even like partially through my experience with flowers of evil you know what's something that i just haven't actually experienced just because i've heard from other material and like i need to get to the i i need to know my own opinions on this piece i want to be progressive about that rather than turn to just alternative ideas on what we're looking at and because of that, we're going to be doing fully coolly progressive and fully coolly alternative. Oh, shit. oh god damn it! I should have known this. This was coming from you after last episode. I should have connected the dots wow. in my head of like, hmm, what will he pick? Fucking, you know what? Fair. No, fucking fair. Yeah. That's fair. That's a fair choice. I, That's a fair choice. We were just talking about it. I like it. I like it. Honestly, like I don't like because I, I, so, I, I watched. Uh, I watched progressive, watched progressive, right? Yeah, when it was yeah. coming out, and I just remember like watching the first episode, and just being like, "All right, all right," and then by the end of it, just being like, "Oh no, oh no." Oh, oh, no. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe alternative might be nice. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I have only heard people be so negative about them that I never sought them out. They probably will still suck, but I want to be able to 
get the lowdown on that. I like mm-hmm. I like this idea. I, I like I like this though. Like legit. I like the evil energy. Because mm-hmm. here's the thing, I'm also probably just gonna pick up fully coolly along the way. <laughs> sure. No, this is good. I I I I also I think I I only watched half of Progressive, so you know what? If I can be a hater, I should I should do the part. Mm-hmm. You know, I should I should read the material. Yeah. I'm down. Let's do and it. And then uh yeah. so six episodes, progressive and alternative, both are on Crunchyroll, OG fully coolly, somewhere else, I think. Yeah. It's probably they might just have it on the Adult Swim website. There's a lot of weird random stuff on there. Mm-hmm. Or I'm sure it's somewhere. What should be on like HBO Max? <laughs> I'm I'm looking it up right now. It's uh, is it not just on Crunchyroll? I only saw uh, the uh, no, it's not. It's a, sorry, Google lies to me. Uh, yeah, I don't know where it is. No, it is on I, Adult Swim. It, Wait. Yeah, it's on Hulu also. Oh yeah. Oh, it's that, definitely on Hulu. That makes sense. But yeah, all right. <laughs> We're doing that then. That's 12 episodes total, right? They're both six? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. And I assume folks are like... Again, I'm assuming people are going to go ahead and also just watch the original because it's nice to have that grounding. That's what I'm going to do. You do <laughs> yeah, not you have mean, to. Mm-hmm. But I assume. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh... Well then, yeah. So we'll do that in f- a month or something. Yeah, that in month. This time, year. I think. A new year, twenty twenty three, starting off with a something. <laughs> with a <laughs> who knows? Rick and Bacher base to the forehead. <laughs> yeah, with the pillows. Um, yeah. All right. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Patreon.com slash VGCC gets you all episodes of the show one week early that is three dollars three dollars um we yeah that video game choo slash ask also if you want to send in opinions or questions of any kind and uh, as always also for the patron <laughs> for the patreon you can suggest a show that we watch and we will put it on our little list we did get a bunch recently so i'm not like dying for them or anything but we always welcome more variety because sometimes we sit here at the beginning of a show and we're like, what are we picking for the patron pick this time? And then we look at all the list and we're like, eh, eh, eh. So having more on that list, mm-hmm. there's always the chance that we just pick yours randomly, even though it's the newest one. Um, but yeah, I hope everyone has a good day, night, week, month, year, so on and so forth. Happy holidays. I hope it's a relaxing one. I hope it's not too bad out there and uh, we'll see you next time on another episode of Unlimited Railworks. Mm-hmm.